Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Try to get you guys out of here real quickly, amen. Uh, amen. We can enjoy our day, amen. And, and I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some food. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But let's, let's eat some spiritual food first. Amen. I want to jump back into the series, amen, that I, I promise you guys, amen, of putting it all on. Somebody say, put it all on. Come on, I, I promise that I go back to finish that, and, and, uh, and so, because we haven't put it all on. Though, though we have put all the armor on, it's still not all on, amen. And, and when, as I was in the middle of this series preaching towards uh, uh, last year, going into this year, amen, uh, uh, we got interrupted here. Amen. Uh, we got hit back in January. Amen. But God has prepared us by putting on an armor. Come on, somebody. Come on. The devil thought he had taken us out or took me out or took some people out. But let me tell you, he's got us matter. And he got us stronger. Amen. We're back. Amen. And so we're here to, to understand that God put that armor because we knew he knew that we'd be facing a battle. But there's an important part of the armor that's not mentioned much. When it comes to the armor of God, but it really keeps the other parts, somebody say the other parts, all together. So I'm going to break down that last part into two messages. And so I'll, hopefully next Sunday, by, if Lord be willing, amen, I'll be wrapping up this series. But we've been in Ephesians chapter 6, and where it says to put on the full armor of God, so that we can withstand the schemes of the devil, that the battle... This battle that we face at times is not between you and I. Come on, it's not between each other, though the enemy, let me tell you, tried so hard when we got hit to make it between us. But the battles against principalities, against rulers of darkness, against wickedness in heavenly places that we are to put on, somebody say put on, we are to put on the belt of truth, we are to put on the shoes, amen, of peace. And we are to put on the breastplate of righteousness. And then we are to take up, somebody say take up. Take up the shield of faith. Take up the helmet of salvation. And take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So if we put on and take up, then you can stand in victory. So that you can declare the, his goodness Declare his praises that called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Come on, somebody. And this last part that I, uh, that we need to do, we need to stand in it. Somebody say stand in. So turn to Ephesians chapter 6 and go down to verse 18. We are to put on, take up, and now we're going to stand in. Put on, take up, now stand in. At the end of Ephesians chapter 6, 18, it says this, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this, and with all perseverance and, and supplication for all the saints. 
And today I'm entitled this part, two-part message, amen, as we wrap up the armor of God, or to wrapping up, amen, put it all on, stand in prayer. Stand in prayer. Don't complain, pray. Don't complain, pray. If we as Christians would turn our complaints, which some of us are really good at, come on somebody, if we can turn those complaints into prayers, we will be more effective in the kingdom of God. Because listen church, prayer is essential. It is essential. So, so you see, we can be fully dressed. We can be fully armed, but prayer is needed for the armor to be effective and to be powerful. Otherwise, we are just looking good on the outside, listen, with no fight on the inside. Come on, just like, just like Peter. Peter was a good swordsman. You remember when he brought out the sword, amen, and, and cut that ear off of that, of that soldier, amen? See, he knew how to use a sword, but he wasn't standing in prayer. See, it's like us, amen. We can pull out our swords, amen. We, we can have the word of God just to chop up some people. It takes prayer to use the word effectively to minister to people. Listen, church. In the New Living Translation, it says to pray in the Spirit in all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Listen, don't just pray for yourself. Don't just pray for PCLV, but pray for the body of Christ and for believers. Listen, everywhere. Come on, everywhere. We got to pray for the body of Christ. We got to pray for those out there, not part of our fellowship, but they're part of the body. Come on, we got to pray for the believer everywhere. The Message Bible puts it like this. In the same way, prayer is essential, listen, in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard, pray long. Somebody say pray hard. Pray long. Pray for your brothers and sisters and keep your eyes open. Tell your neighbor, trucha. For the weddles, that means just be alert. Hallelujah. Keep your eyes open. Listen. Keep each other's spirits up. That no one falls behind and no one drops out. We got to watch out for each other. Come on. Prayer is not part of the pieces of the armor, but if we, but we are to stand in it, amen, if those pieces of the armor are going to be effective. Prayer, listen, is the air that we breathe in for strength. Prayer is inhaling the Spirit of God and exhaling the Spirit of man, the flesh. It's inhaling good and exhaling bad. Somebody inhale. Somebody exhale. This is what we got to do, amen. We got to inhale the spirit of God. We got to inhale the goodness of God and exhale the, the flesh, exhale the, the bad that's inside of us. Prayer does that for us. Prayer is what keeps the armor on. Prayer produces great confidence. Prayer brings assurance. And prayer, listen church, brings on courage. How many need some courage in this place? Come on, prayers is what helps us through uh, when you're uncertain. Prayers is what helps us through uh, when doubt starts coming on you. Prayer is what helps us through uh, when fear tries to grab a grip on you. Amen. Fair, uh, prayer is what takes all that off. Prayer 
is an important part in the life and the victory of the believer. Our text says, praying always with all prayer. I want to look at all in prayer. Somebody say all. There are four alls mentioned in our text. Four alls mentioned in our text. It says, pray always, all prayer and supplication, all perseverance and supplication, and all for all saints. And we're going to look at the first two today, and we'll finish with the last two next week. You ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Are you going to remember them? <laughs> Come on, we had the four wheels last Wednesday, amen, or this past Wednesday. Hopefully you guys know what the wheels are. Come on, we got the three, amen, for our hand, for God's hand to be able. Are you going to remember the alls? Hallelujah. All right. First one is pray always. Somebody say always. Always. You got to pray always, church. First Corinthians 1.3 says, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. The soldier who is not praying always, listen, is a soldier who is not always assured of God's total protection. Come on. A quote from somebody says this, Seven days without prayer makes one week. Seven days without prayer makes one week. Hallelujah. How do we pray always? We do it by maintaining a constant presence of God in our lives. Come on, a constant life of communion and communication with God. Listen, how many know that God wants to have fellowship with you? I said he wants to have fellowship with you. I know that you guys, some of you guys had some fellowship last night. You guys were fellowshipping even as you, as the teachers got together. There was some fellowship. But God wants to have fellowship with you. Come on, God has. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you fellowship with God? Come on, when was the last time that, that you and God sat down with a cup of coffee and just talked? Come on, God wants to have fellowship with you. And fellowship is what he had with Adam and Eve back in the garden. I mean, fellowship is something that God has always wanted to have with us. Come on, fellowship is sharing uh, similar interests, ideas, uh, companionship of individual, friendship. Uh, this kind of relationship is built, listen, by prayer. First John 1 John 1.3 says this, And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. 1 John 1, 6 says this, If we say we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and we don't practice the truth. Colossians chapter 4, 2 says this, Continue earnestly in prayer. So we are to pray always. Somebody say always. Stand in prayer, church. As we put on, as we take up, we need to stand in. And everything that we do, church, becomes a prayer. Temptation is turned into prayer for deliverance. Lost souls and our prodigals and people that are hurting turn into prayers of salvation and healing. Come on, our job situation, our home, our relationships and struggles all become prayers, church. We always have something to pray for, church. I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to pray. Oh, come on. Really? 
There's always a prayer. There's always a need in our lives. Do you know, we're not only to pray for each other, not just for the saints and for the bodies, but did you know you're supposed to pray for your enemies? Come on. Those that get on your nerves, hello. Tell your neighbor I'm praying for you. No, don't. <laughs> come on, we got to pray for those, amen, that come against us, amen. Because if you don't pray for them, you're praying against them. Which will lead and create bitterness and unforgiveness inside of you. Do you hate anyone or really dislike anyone, church? That means we have to pray for them, not against them. Don't pray that their arm get broken. <laughs> Don't pray that one eye get poked out. <laughs> Come on, when we pray, man, we pray revenge sometimes. But that's not how we pray for our, our, our enemies. That's not how we pray for those that come against us. Amen. We have to stand, listen, church, in prayer. Colossians chapter 2, verse 3 says, Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. See, when we start doing things like that, then when we start praying against people, we're thinking in the flesh. We're, 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 we're letting our emotions our feelings control how we pray instead of putting our minds on the things above. Come on, and we go back to the thing. What would Jesus do here? Come on, how would he pray here? We have to ask these questions that aligns our hearts and our minds and our wills back to the Father, church. If we put our minds on things above, heavenly things, our prayers most likely will line up to his will. John 16, 24 says, until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, somebody say ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. The Message Bible puts it like this. This is what I want you to do. Ask the Father for whatever is, is keeping uh, with things that I have revealed to you. Ask in my name according to my will, and he'll most certainly give it to you. Your joy will be a river overflowing its banks. Come on, John right here says, ask the Father for help and, and what's keeping you from being who you need to be in him. Come on, God is, is perfect in love. He's perfect in wisdom, amen. Listen, we don't pray because you, uh, we, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I got stuck, amen, hallelujah. Listen, we don't pray to get what we want, church. We don't pray to get what we want. We pray in order to bring our will, say my will, into his will. Come on, that's how we pray. The prayer is not to get what you want. He says, ask and you receive, and sometimes our prayers can be selfish, but this is not to get what you want. This is to align us to his perfect will, his will. See, prayer doesn't change God to get him to give us what we want or to get him to get things for us, amen. It's to change us to what he wants us to be. Prayer changes us to what he wants us to be and what he wants us to do. First Chronicles 16, 11 says this, Search for the Lord and for his strength. Continually seek him. We're talking about praying always, church, that we should also pray in the Spirit. Come on, that's to pray in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues, amen, praying with understanding. Galatians chapter 5, 16 says, so 
I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The King James says this, uh, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, we need to walk in the Spirit. We need to pray in the Spirit, church. We must also watch. In other words, we have to be sleepless in our prayers. In war, a soldier will tell another soldier, what? I'll keep watch. What does that mean? He goes, you know what? You can take a nap, and I'll keep watch for you. I'll watch out for our enemy. I'll watch out for what's going on. We need to keep watch for each other. The Christian soldier must concentrate and persevere in prayer. He must be willing to keep watch for others. Luke chapter 21, 34 says this, But take heed to yourself, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, the cares of this life. The day, uh, that day come on unexpected. We're talking about the day that he returns. Amen. Come on. He says, therefore, watch, uh, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all the things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Peace, LV. It is a life of prayer that is going to make, help us get through things. It'll help us escape to what's to come, or should I say what's already coming, or what's already here. Come on, the, the things that we're facing today, amen, it's prayer that's got us through this. What, the, the, the hit that we took, amen, uh, in January with, with the virus coming in here, amen. Come on, uh, it got us through it. It's prayer that kept us contained. It's prayer that got us through. Uh, it's prayer that keeps us here, church. Uh, God has prepared us to put an armor on, amen, because we are in an ongoing battle. Come on, we are in a warfare, amen, uh, for your very soul, amen. And the, uh, and the God says, you know what, you got to pray, you got to seek, amen, and I'll, and I'll help you through your situations, through your storms. Jesus told his disciple to keep a constant watch for his return, amen. Uh, come on, though 2,000 years have passed, amen, since he's spoken these words. Uh, come on, but the truth remains, church. Uh, he's coming back, amen, uh, and we need to keep spiritually watching, amen, uh, for it. We sang that song, amen, uh, about the, the marriage, amen, of the Lamb, amen, that is coming, amen. It's coming, church, uh, and we can't forget that. We cannot get caught up uh, what's going on in the world. We need to focus on his return and say, God, am I right before you, God? Uh, I need to get right. I need to get spiritually right. Uh, you need to look out the window. Is today the day that you call us home? This means working, serving faithfully at the things that God has given us. Don't let your mind and your spirit be dulled by careless living or by pursuing foolish pleasures. Don't care. Don't, don't, don't let the cares of life weigh you down. Be ready to move when God commands us to move. We got to be ready, church. But we have to be armed. But we have to be standing in prayer. As those are standing in prayer, hear the voice of God. As those standing in prayer, that he gives you a command what you do, what you need to do, where you need to go, where you need to be. It's God's command. Don't make it yours. Second oh, Timothy 3.1 says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. And we're living in those last days today, church. And that's why 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. It means to pray always, pray consistently at all times. We, say I, 
We need to stand in prayer. We need to stand in prayer. So pray always. The second one of the all in prayer says to pray with all prayer and supplication. The definition of supplication is this. To ask humbly or earnestly of. See, the first all is to pray always. The second all is to pray all types of prayers. Prayer actually means a request or a conversation. What Paul is saying here, all prayer and supplication is to pray all the time with all kinds of different kinds of prayers. Listen, if we're praying all the time, we're going we're to have all kinds of different kinds of prayers for different ways. They're going to be different for different occasions, different situations that we face. Amen. There are public prayers. There are private prayers. There are verbal prayers. There are silent prayers. There's prayers that you're standing on your on your feet. Amen. There are others that you're on your knees. Amen. There's prayers at church. There's prayers at home. There's prayers in your car. Hello. There's all kinds of different prayers. And sometimes that prayer depends on who you're driving with. Hallelujah. Come on. Plan prayers. Amen. Spontaneous prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. Prayers of deliverance, uh, prayers of discipline, amen, prayers of request, uh, and prayers of thanksgiving, amen, prayers of confession, uh, and prayers of power, amen, prayers with understanding, and prayers in the spirit, I mean, you can go on and on and on uh, of what kind of prayers that you're in, a quote from somebody says, a man without prayer is like a tree without roots, prayer is what keeps us growing deeper, church, so that when the storms of life come your way, and they, they will come, church, you will remain, amen. You need to root up, or should I say, root down, amen. In other words, prayer will keep us in place. Come on, the devil came huffing and puffing, amen, trying to blow this house down. Come on, but it was prayer, church, that kept us. It was prayer that brought us back into the house of God and said, not this day, devil. You can huff and puff all you want. You're not going to blow me because I'm rooted down in prayer. I'm standing in prayer, amen. Come on, prayer moves the hand of God. Tell your neighbor, get rooted down. You got to get rooted. Tell your other neighbor, get rooted in this place. You got to get rooted where God planted you, church. Because if you don't get rooted, amen, you don't say, this is my church. Let me tell you, the devil come whispering lies of another brother or sister saying things, and you'll uproot yourself and say, I got to get out of here. Well, you just left because you weren't rooted. He just left him in because you allowed a fence or a lie or something to uproot you. You need to be rooted in prayer. Amen. We're brothers and sisters in this place. Come on. Come on. Are we always going to get along? No. But we were rooted in prayer. I love you still. Amen. I'll pray for you still. Hallelujah. You got to root yourself. Come on, church. Prayer sustained us. Through storms. You, you can think of a time in your life where you were going through a hard time, but prayer got you through. Come on. Come on. You were about to give up, but somebody else was praying for you. See, there's something about prayer, church. Whether you're doing it or not, prayer will sustain you. Amen. Come on. It was a prayer of a mom praying for her son that brought me to where I need to be. A prayer of a wife praying for a husband. Amen. A 
prayer of a mom praying for their children. Amen. That's what it takes. Amen. For them to get rooted down. There's power in prayer. It helps us through church. I think back and I say, God, you've been so good and so gracious. But it was prayer that sustained us. It's the conversation that we had with him. And it was a, applying the very principles that were spoken to us. A quote from somebody says this. Our ultimate position as Christians is tested by the character of our prayer life. Our ultimate position as Christians is tested by the character of our prayer life. Listen, you may not have you may not have a lot of knowledge, but your relationship with God will be de determined by your prayer life. It's how, it's, it's how and what you breathe. You remember, inhaling the spirit and exhaling the flesh. When someone's fleshing out, amen, you got to tell them, you know, you need to inhale God. Come on. Tell your neighbor, inhale God. And exhale that flesh. See, knowledge versus knowing. See, theology is the knowledge of God. It's, it's a study of, of, of God, amen, which we are to do. But there's, there's the more, the, the, listen, the more I know about God, the closer I should get with God, right? Because if I know him more, if we know him more, then we want to be more in his presence. That's a relationship. That's prayer. Church, knowing the Bible is one thing. Knowing the author is another. If you have no prayer life, listen. If you have no communion with God, then you have no relationship with God. Our theology or your theology has failed you. You're wasting your time in studying the word without having a relationship with the word. Listen, in prayer, it's better to have a heart without words than with words without a heart. Let me tell you what that means in Matthew chapter 6, 5 to 7. It says this, when you pray, don't be like hypocrites. For they love to stand, pray standing in the synagogues on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees you, what you've done in secret, will reward you. When you pray, do not keep babbling or with words with no heart, like pagans. For they think they will be heard because of their many words. The Message Bible puts it like this. And when you come before God, don't turn that into a theatrical production. I mean, other people can start to really go into a prayer language. Amen. Come on, they're putting, a, they're putting a show on. It says, you know, don't turn into that. All these people are making a regular show out of their prayer, hoping for stardom. Do you think God sits in the box seat? Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet place, secluded place, so that you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. Then the focus will shift from you to God, and you will begin to sense His grace. The world is so. The world is so. Uh, the world is so. Uh, the world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. 
They are full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Fall, don't fall for all that nonsense. John chapter 17, verse 3 says, Now this is essential. This is the essential life. For they, for they know you, the only true God, and Christ Jesus whom you have sent. Hallelujah. The world is, so, is full of so-called prayer warriors who are really prayer ignorant. So full of formulas, programs, advice, penalty techniques just to get what they want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. How do we get to know him, church? It's through prayer and it's through fellowship. By praying always with all kinds of different prayers in all kinds of different ways. We got to apply these alls in our lives, church, by always play, praying. We got to pray. You know, if you're going through situations and storms, the first question I'll be asking are you praying? Are you praying? No, I'm mad. No, I stopped. No, I haven't. Well, you have no, you're, you're not even talking to the Father. And you want me to fix your problems. And I'm not your Father. You got to go to the Father. You got to go to the Father. I'm an under shepherd, I'm here to guide you. But you got to go to the Father. I can't go for you. Come on, we, we're, th th this is not that religion here, church. You can go to the Father direct. The veil has been torn already, church. The access has been made, hallelujah. You don't need to go through all kinds of rituals or go through a person to go reach the Father. You can call Daddy anytime you want and call out, amen. Build that relationship. Uh, build communion. Uh, build that fellowship that God longs to have with you and tell Him how you feel. Praying always. Praying all kinds of prayers. Praying them all kinds of different ways. Your life and the surroundings of your life can turn into a prayer life if you use it, if you choose to do it. Having problems at work, I mean, don't complain about it, pray about it. Come on. If he can change Pharaoh's heart to harden it, to soften it, he can soften your boss's heart just like that. He can cause favor to fall upon you. You don't need to get caught up in all the stuff that goes around the surroundings of your workplace if you know who you belong to, church. Come on, I don't get caught up with the politics. I don't get caught up with the, the warfare on the floor, amen. I, I get busy in the warfare of the spirit, amen. I, I fight, amen, I, and fight for God's peace in my life, in, my, in the situations there. You're the only peace that can bring a, a calmness in your workplace. When I come in, things change. They should change when you walk into a place because you establish something. You, say I, you establish that if you have a prayer life. You can, you can calm down any storm in there. You can beep anyone that's cussing. 
Beep. I beep people all the time. Now the, the heathens beep each other in front of me. Hallelujah. I just laugh. Amen. Why? Because there's a respect. Got a new guy. Amen. That started. He got a couple beeps. He goes, oh, I already know how. Yeah, I know. Okay. They know they don't like that. Or I don't like that. See here, you can be whatever you want, but right here, you're not going to do that in front of me. You'll be respected. You got to respect me. This is God's. This is God's house. I'm right here. This is God's house right here. When I'm here, this is God's house. We want to be blessed. We want to get along. Then just work with me. And we'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Pastor R is Willie. Establish that church. Come on, don't complain. Pray. I know there's a lot of good complainers in this house. I've seen you guys complain. I've seen I've heard you guys complain. All from the cafe. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're complaining in the house of God. Hallelujah. We complain about each other right here. Man, we don't we, we complain each other right in front of each other. Hallelujah. But where's the prayer part? Let's pray for each other. We either pray or we go out and complain or we go out there and talk about. <laughs> Come on. We go, in our, we go into our parking lot by our cars and have our own little conversation complaining about things in the church. Don't worry, God told me. <laughs> Where's the prayer part? Where's the forgiving part? Where's the grace part? See, when we're praying for all the saints and when we're praying always and we're praying, especially for these two first alls of praying always and praying uh, in in, in all kinds of different ways, amen, and and praying for all kinds of different different uh, things that we face, different prayers that we that are going on in our lives, different, you know, different things are have to have different prayers. If we're doing that church, then we're covering each other. We're protecting each other. We're having fellowship with him. We gotta always pray differently. We always have to pray for different types of prayer. You, you gotta understand that one prayer that you pray is not gonna, probably not gonna help in this, this situation. You gotta align yourself to that. You gotta pray with a different type of heart. There are times there's warfare and there's times that we gotta be gracious. Hallelujah. There, there's, we have to align ourselves and our, if our hearts are aligned with the Father Church, He'll show us what to pray for. And when we don't know what to pray for, then the, then the sun intercedes for us. For sometimes we just need to be quiet and we just need to listen. And he will show us what we need to do. We have to pray.